Blessings, family and friends. God's richest blessings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I have a message that's been stirring up in my heart, and I actually was um, not really settled on what scriptures I would go to, but I had a ministry letter come in that was referencing the scriptures, so it's very timely, and it actually will help us to know how to better navigate in the times we're in concerning our Christian faith and following and you know, being good stewards over what God's entrusted to us as far as what ministries we go to, serve in, churches, home gatherings, how we view the Word of God and spirit, praise, worship, fasting, intercession, different things from, you know, Old Testament to New and every denomination and walk of life and the faith and what we call the Christian faith. I, I believe at one point, I've lost count now, but I heard that just a year or so ago, there was at least 230 plus denominations globally all pointing to Christ, but different interpretations or named denominations. So that's a lot. There's a lot happening. And then, of course, we have different movements that are starting just like at different times and seasons and generations, whether it was um, you know, apostolic or if it was prophetic or revival um, you know, having revivals like break out and people getting saved by just the thousands in one meeting and tent meeting. So we've always seen moves. I mean, even in Jesus's day and when the apostles and acts were following and in the, and you know, his disciples and, um, it was said of, of one of the rulers to another, and I'm not there right now, but I just thought I'd throw this out there was that, you know, if this movement truly is of God, then we can't stop it anyway but if it's not if it's one of those you know hey come through and fizzle out then it'll come to nothing you know and it's happening so so there's a lot of controversial things happening right now globally and in in the faith and what we say is christian or non-christian and what should be allowed and not allowed or accepted and not accepted and what the bible actually says and interpretations just a lot of mixture right now so I just I've been asking God something that has always kind of stood out to me with the responsibility of our position with not just our faith and and saying we're a Christian born again but also with the Holy Spirit and the role of God's Holy Spirit so I'm gonna we'll we'll pray and then I'm just gonna read these verses and hope that it opens up some understanding and revelation for all of us about how we can better um, direct our steps, allow God to direct our steps, discern where we're at for our own life or walk with God and people that we're leading or just leaving an impression on versus like maybe who we're following or watching on TV, uh, different ministers and ministries. There's a lot of, (laughs) like I said, with technology, social media, videos everything's like live time so it's not like you can really go back and erase stuff you can delete it but by the time you know if people have recorded things live and even if they go back and delete them if they have thousands or hundreds of followers then more than likely there's been you know a handful or more that have heard already and and some don't even want to delete it anymore um 
they're just feeling like they're on the right path with what they're doing they're saying so we, we want to pray into this and a couple reasons and you know maybe we'll go over that here in a minute see how much uh how much god wants us to dive into this so let's go ahead and pray father we just thank you right now for your presence for salvation the life of your son the blood covering the holy spirit your spirit to go with us and be with us at all times we thank you lord that you've given us hearts to receive soft towards you for repentance for change and we pray globally over our brothers and sisters around the world and and even locally here where we're at that there would be a divine touch of your spirit that the word would be illuminated in the context and meaning the defining revelation of your spirit your presence how we're to live follow lead and how we're to be with you god and interpret and understand in these days we pray a covering upon us in our households our children and children's children that there just would be your blessings your leading and instruction god the the revelations and truth that comes from you give us the discernment uh, the ability to have that gift to discern lord and to understand and and even in all of it whatever we see god that's contrary that we'd still have the touch of compassion or the love that comes from you an expression of how you would bring things across we just ask that you cover us in your amazing grace we pray salvation for lost souls deliverance and homecomings for prodigals and backsliders wayward strays those that are wandering bruised broken weary the outcast god those that just need to hear you desperately the widows orphans in in less desirable places and going through things our brothers and sisters around the globe the leaders father and leadership that you would just pour in and pour out of your presence as it is in heaven so be it god here on this earth your will be done your kingdom come your will be done give us divine revelation god interpretation through the grace and glory of who you are may your friendship be ever present to each and every one of us and our households in jesus name amen and amen amen thank you god so like i said there's been something that I've been researching a lot and trying to keep myself up to date a little bit for because Jesus did warn to beware of uh, false prophets and false teachers uh, to kind of guard ourselves from tickling ears or you know in the perilous times not to be strayed from the faith to have oil in our lamps um, to be watching and ready to live sober I mean there's just I could keep just versing out everything that Jesus has said that I know of that pertains to us being who he defines us as being doesn't mean we're we're not going to fall short or make mistakes things like that but about the passion and the you know the affection in our hearts and what we know is right and wrong we we can't correct something wrong just because we're trying to protect it or you know we can't agree with something wrong because we have a personal a- agenda to it relationship or you know love towards it we we want to be on god's side like god is really clear about being first from old testament to new that didn't change about god being first amen so i've been asking the lord like for me i've been studying a little bit in the area of not just the word but also the times we're in Um, the different Christian movements, um, 
there's a lot of hypocrisy. There's watered down doctrine, um, man's agenda. There's a lot of money making, a lot of performance based Christianity. And, and I'm not saying, I'm not like coming against it to say none of it is God. No, but we do need to be discerning about what is and what is not. And we don't want to be led astray. Um, the Bible speaks of that too, that many will follow the wrong sound, march to the wrong beat. So, and I can just use this scripture here. Jesus said, narrow is the way that leads to life and few find it. Broad is the way that leads to destruction and many find it. Many, many choose to travel that road. So, so this narrow path, how do we identify we are actually of the same spirit, Holy Spirit, Christ, same spirit that raised Christ, Christ in the word, in our convictions, you know, attitude, gratitude, language of love, God prosperity over world prosperity, um, conversion and change, transformation, newness of life. I can just keep going on this renewed mind, upright spirit, clean hands, pure hearts. You know, God has told us the, the key. He's given us the keys and those keys unlock this willful place with God, you know, where we're responding well because we're receiving right. So when we receive of him the right way, we respond well towards what we're receiving. So I hope that that helps some, but we need to know though, we need to be, uh, what did he say about his spirit? What did Jesus say? So I was praying into this, pressing into this, And it's kind of interesting because asking God what verses, where to go with it, I end up getting a ministry letter that I donated into a ministry many years ago, and they just kept me on their their mailing list, and I get these letters. I I don't think I'm on regular mailing. It seems like they're coming every other month or something, but that's okay. It stood out to me. I knew it was timely because I had been searching for the scriptures and feeling like I needed to come on and address some of this stuff in a non-provoking way and, and you know, to still be uh, gentle in administration and administering viewpoints and doctrinal. It's When I say doctrinal debates us who know Jesus and love the word and and hunger and thirst after righteousness, it's not a debate for us. We know what the word says. We're living there. You know, we're not, we're not trying to struggle and wrestle with that place of not performance-based Christianity, but being like being made of when he said belonging and not having to be um, like an orphan or uh, like an out outsider looking in like God, Jesus has brought us in. So we know that. But for us, I want to read this John 16, 13 through 15, because this ministry letter that I don't even can't, <laughs> I got on the mailing list. It was a long time ago, but it came in right on time because I said, God, how do you say, present something in a controversial play field How do you come in and present something when both sides in that field are looking to prove right? So a protective defensiveness and, you know, how do you come in and approach that kind of scene with the truth? And sure enough, this came in and I'll read it. It's John 16, 13 through 15 and Jesus's words, but 
He says, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth. So this is how you identify the right spirit in a leader or in yourself or a Christian brother or sister in the faith. The right spirit. Because remember Jesus told his disciples, you don't know what spirit you're of. So you got to be know you're of the right spirit. Amen. So he says, he will guide you into all truth. So this spirit in you, Holy Spirit, right spirit, someone else in, is going to open up scriptures to you in context and meaning. And they're not going to dismiss the lifestyle and living and you know, never to eliminate grace, but grace is the supernatural ability of God. It's who God is to bring us to salvation. We can't even come without grace. And that same grace is the invitation for change and transform it. So, so the spirit is going to, his Holy Spirit, the spirit in us or in someone else is going to guide us into the knowledge of truth, who God is, what God has said. And then, and oh, let me, let me finish. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, that shall he speak, and he shall show you things to come. Now this is key, because these are, remember this is letter in red, Jesus. He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you all things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and show it unto you. John 16, 13, 15. So basically, if I can sum this up, the second part of it, first and foremost, Spirit, Holy Spirit in you is going to guide you, teach you truth. So... We say requirements of Christ through being an heir, joint heir, heir, okay, co-labor. We say that way, not in and apart. So relationship key, just what he said here, he shall not speak of himself, but he shall, this is introducing your spirit or voice teaching you through another spirit, another human, a teacher, leader, friend, what that what the holy spirit is giving and will introduce you to things that are to come in the word and maybe possibly even in dreams visions of things outwardly and inwardly but but here's the key that he shall glorify me so that spirit holy spirit in you is always going to glorify the ministry of Jesus Christ and the word of Jesus Christ the word of God. This is his, he's going to reveal the word. He's going to glorify Jesus. You know, he's that third part of the Trinity that literally is like pumping gas into your car. If you drive or, you know, um, eating food into your belly. Okay. The substance, the supply, Holy Spirit is making sure that word in Jesus, word of God, Bible and ministry of Jesus is fueling you. And so to say who's right, who's wrong, who's doing it, who's doing it right, right or wrong, test the spirits, the Bible says, see whether they be those that are of God or not. What spirit are, are you of? I mean, he dealt with Peter. Peter, you know, Satan, get thee behind me. You're not mindful of the things of God, but of man. 
the disciples. You don't even know what they call down fire on him. Stop. Whoa, you don't know what spirit you're of. You know, and then we, I mean, there's just a lot, but then test the spirits, try them, see, find out, examine, listen to what they're preaching. See, pay attention to their prayers. Anything that's pointing back to idolatry in any way, self, self-governing, self-seeking, influence, a person, the people, the ministry, the ministry gift, the talent, all those things are going to be highlighted through God to us anyway. But as far as Holy Spirit, whether to us, through us, or through somebody else to us, always going to be about the ministry of truth of the word to bring transformation, new life, change, sometimes even radical change, to bring glorifying Jesus in your heart, to your ears. You know, Jesus, that's what they're going to be preaching. That's what they're going to be proclaiming. That's what you're going to be introduced in your own heart to is the development and transformation of word and relationship. God, Father, God, Word, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, Revelation. This is this like dynamic package of wealth. You know, he said a wealth transfer. You know, what did he say about the riches and the treasures of glory, of his glory, increasingly belonging to the saints? So this is God's gift to us, Holy Spirit. And not to to expound on a on a, a ministry gift or a talent or wealth or gain or fame or any of that. Those things they can come. They can come. You don't have to even be born again to to gain wealth and do those things. God gives us that ability, yes. But Holy Spirit's place in our lives and the reason God, Father God, sent Holy Spirit a portion of Himself you know, of who he is in the word to us is that we would live by the word of God and be filled with the presence and the power of God. We Let's just say it like this. We can't do it ourselves. Amen. In and apart from God, the word says we do nothing. So if you want to know in the times we're in in 2023 or with this, these far this way, far that way. <laughs> oh my gosh, the church is supposed to dress one way, act one way. You know, if you go over to this group, if you're not a named among the five, then you're not anything. And, you know, use your talent for the world and look worldly and it's okay. God's okay with all of it. We've got to come out of this place of being not being responsible to our response for what God has done. He's calling us to that. He's calling us to respond. He says, I set before you life and death, blessings and curses. And then he says, choose. You know, it's always been that way about what's been before us and now in us, filling us and and how we're going to respond. Amen. So God, keep us concerning your word, your spirit, the plans you have, the ministry of Christ. Guard over us, God. Teach us how to guard our hearts, how to suit up in our armor and take our keys and abandon the ways of the world and the things that want to try to control and possess us or take us off in different ways, God. We pray against paths that don't lead to you, God. 
pathways that go in wrong directions. We stand for us, our household, our family, the body of Christ, praying and for interceding for our brothers and sisters and saints around the globe. God, we stand for this right now, that that wrong path or wrong way will not interrupt the plans that you have for each and every one of us, God. We bless your name, Lord, as we pray blessings and speak life over one another, God. This is your day, Father. This year and and the purposes and plans you have, God. Lift up our heads today, Father. Thank you for guiding and protecting us. For favor in and favor out, God. Yours is the kingdom, power, and glory. Everything comes back to you, God. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I went a little longer. Blessings. And I hope that helps some. Remember, you just, the word and the spirit agree. You know, your, your salvation when truly born again means that we were, we received the holy gift of God. I mean, it was a definite conversion change, you know, when we're born again, we receive of his holiness. And, and then from there, we, he, with, with the Holy Spirit and our cooperation, and then he navigates our way. Doesn't mean we won't have trial and error. God knows I've had my own. But it means that we have protection and he has a plan. So we want to know what that is. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. All right. Blessings. Thank you till we meet again here. (laughs) Blessings. The blessings of the Lord be unto you and your households and this generation too, God. Yes, Lord. Yes. God bless. Thank you.